Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah. <laughs> محبت کا زینہ یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Respected listeners of Marqa Sahaba The voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah We welcome you to this program The Bliss of Marriage With Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Saab Tamad Barakatuhu Listeners can send your questions to the number 084-786-3132 084-786-3132 if you're in a foreign country, you'll dial the number. The code is plus two seven. Plus two seven is the code eight four seven eight six three one three two. Let's welcome Mufti Sab. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum. Malana Zahid Khan. And we welcome the listeners of Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Today is the 19th of Jumad al-Akhirah, 1445. So I think today is day 87, 88. Day 87. Day 87, mashallah. Day 88, sorry. So you must remember that day 88, you must remember of the war, as they call it. And this is the heading of the Haaretz newspaper. Israel's top court deals Netanyahu and his band of thieves a decisive defeat. That we say, Alhamdulillah, is worth reading a second time. Israel and our news team, you should carry all these stories. Israel's top court deals Netanyahu and his band of thieves a decisive defeat. So remember, that is the first headlines that is. Israel Air Force likes Hezbollah in northern Lebanon, but remember that Hezbollah has beaten them in such a manner, quarter million jutlas had to run away from their homes and so forth. Netanyahu's minister slammed dangerous court ruling. Lapid, Lapid is in opposition. He says justices safeguarded Israelis. You see, he says that what the judges did is very good and so forth. So see another one, Israel Supreme Court strikes down Netanyahu's autocratic lies. You see that? Israel Supreme Court downs Netanyahu's autocratic lies. Now I don't know if you'll understand what's really happening. Once the Supreme Court of Israel passes a verdict, there's no room for appeal and all that. So that is the law. So they will have to abide by it. And if they ignore it, remember, then their whole democracy will fall again, so-called democracy, and then will be bigger problem for them. Next one, day 88, I see now they got it at the bottom. Israel to fight South African charges of genocide in world court. So now they are really shaking in their boots and so forth and so on. So that all goes on. Then we go, yeah, don't believe the IDF in Israeli analyst. An analyst, you understand, there's no solution to Hamas tunnels, remember that. Hamas has got them all. And you know they are withdrawing. Why? So Ramzi Barut, he's a Palestinian. He stayed there in Gaza. So he knows everything there in and out. He says that because it's a big, big defeat for them, and therefore they are running away and withdrawing from them. 
at the Nova Rave. You know they had that musical festival. May the Nova Rave more massacre. Selfies and reels were an act of defiance. You must remember that. So they knew what is happening there and so forth. Then they got here. Uh, I don't know if I carried the story yesterday. Israeli University suspends eight students claiming they're supporting Hamas on social media. So what happened? You must remember to your so-called democracy, freedom of speech and so. Israeli army reservists killed in northern Gaza strip fighting on Monday. So that's yesterday. So mashallah, like that we see the only way you must remember that they can win is from the air, aerial bombardment. Netanyahu wants to make Qatar the fall guy for October 7 massacre. Don't let him. You see, they want to blame Qatar now. This is always what the Jutlas do. When they are guilty, then they want to shift the blame. And they want to always play that they are the victim. They will use the Holocaust. That is one tactic. They will use anti-Semite, second tactic. And third tactic, they will play that they are the victim and so forth. But what to Izzu Mantasha, what to Zillu Mantasha, all Matya Allah, Jalla is disgracing them. Now the whole world knows who the super terrorists are and everything. So may all Matya Allah, Jalla Iran deploys Navy to the Red Sea. So things are happening there also, MashaAllah. So may all Matya Allah grant our brothers there in Gaza, you understand, victory and in the whole of Palestine against the enemies of Islam. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Muftisab, the first question, my daughter is getting married. What's the best way to make khatam of the Quran? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So we should know that we have today people when their son, daughter gets married, then they have a program for the whole week. Like, you see, one night will be the mehendi that they must apply the henna. Second night will be that the music show, the rasra, as in Mammon they call it, the jagmesu rasra to kapikariya kapir. So there's some musical guys will come. And today is not simple thing. They call this ladies and belly dancing and what. So all shaitan, all haram. Then they say Thursday night. You say, no, no, no. Thursday night, the night of Juma is very big. So let's make Khatbul Quran because our son, daughter is getting married and so forth. So none of these actions are sunnah or anything. Remember that. This is just a rasam, is a rewaj. It is a tradition, a custom. It's nothing to, we got married, there was no Quran and all that read and we made khatam and all. They do nothing like that. So we must remember this and then the problem with all these things that people now they like entrench it now they start thinking it is sunnah or they start thinking it is compulsory and so forth so if you read it and there's no videos there's no intermingling you don't consider it sunnah or compulsory so it's permissible but it's not like that nowadays today there'll be videos today there will be intermingling today they'll be laughing and joking and what then what will go on so therefore we rule is best to abstain from all these things. You want to read, you read on your own in your own house, mashallah. When a woman gets married, who should be a representative? Who should ask her permission and who should be witnesses? Remember that the best person to become the wakil, the representative, the guardian is the father, the biological father. Remember, this is very serious nowadays. South Africa, other countries and so forth. So a couple were married for four, five, ten years, fifteen years, no children. So then they adopted a boy or a girl. And then that boy or girl, they gave him or her they, their name, their name, their surname, and so forth. Quran Sharif in this text and context reveal verses. Remember that. Surah 33, Surah Ahzab, verse number 5. Uduhum call them. You must call them the adopted children. Be abaihim who call them by their father, their biological father's name. Zaid, his original name is Zaid bin Harisa, but he grew up and he was there in the house of Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Sayyida Khadija radiallahu anha is there. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is there. So people start saying Zaid bin Muhammad, Zaid bin Muhammad, and that. 
So after Nabi alayhi salam, Allah ta'ala revealed this verse to repeal and to abrogate and cancel that this custom of theirs, this custom of jahiliya. So it is a pagan custom. And what Almighty Allah says in chapter 33 and in verse number 5, Ud'uhum li'abaihim. So you must call them, you must remember, by their biological father's name. Ud'uhum li'abaihim huwa aqsatu indallah. That is the justice system of Almighty Allah. Fa'illam ta'alamu aba'ahum. If you do not know who their biological father is, it happens sometimes that you made an application, the social worker brought the baby and they said, okay, you can take this baby, but we're not allowed to divulge the biological father's name, the family's name. So sometimes it happens like that. So, فَإِلَّمْ تَعْلَمُوا آبَاءَهُمْ فَإِخْوَانُكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ وَمَوَالِيكُمْ Then they are your brothers in religion and your mawali. Mawali got many meanings, over 40 meanings. So you see the same same Zaid, Zaid bin Harisa, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu bin Bukhari Sharif addressed him, Anta akhuna wa maulana. From there we understand to use the word maulana for people also if permissible. Maula, singular. Mawali, plural. Anybody who knows the basics of Arabic will tell you that. So chapter 33, verse number 5, we must remember. Now, why I'm elaborating on this? Today, so many people have adopted the baby boy, baby girl. They registered that baby on their name. Do you know what the repercussions, consequences are that of this? When you made your lineage now, and you did it deliberately, to besides the biological father, to the stepfather, to the adopted father, to the foster father, to your own father, that the lady put, you must remember, to her father. So, manintasaba ila ghayri abi. So, alayhi la'anatullah wal malaika wal nasi ajma'in. Allah Ta'ala's curse is on that person. The angel's curse, the people's curse is a major, major sin. It leads to adulteration of the nasab, of the ansab. And you must remember the lineage of people and so forth. So, see what the repercussions and consequences are. Open Ibn Majah, open Muslim Ahmad various compilations, you will find this hadith here. It's wajib for you to change it. Remember that. So why I'm elaborating, the question is asked, who must be the wali or the wakil and so forth at the time of marriage? The biological father. Not the stepfather, not the adopted father, not the foster father, the biological father with a proviso that is a Muslim, so he must be the one you must remember that will be taking that, or he will take permission from his daughter and act on her behalf in the masjid, so you, Mona Zahid, you are performing that nikah, so you will ask him, the biological father, that of that lady there, that have you taken permission from Aisha, Jamila, Zainab, Rukiya, whatever, he will say yes, and did you receive the mahar from the groom, because that then must be given to the, that marital gift must be given to the bride, but he has to take possession of it. So all these issues, if he is not there, then the brother, uh, uncle, so the brother of the bride or the uncle, the chacha, that is the father's brother, pasabrul, paternal uncle, am, al-ammu sinwu abi, in the hadith mentioned. So like that you must choose. And witnesses must be two male Muslims, you must remember that. See, three weeks ago, it was what you call 15th of December. So plus minus, how much is it now? Three weeks ago, we can say. So plus minus. So I had to perform nikah. So it was Friday. That Friday was a holiday. And after Asr in the Masjid, Masjid Salihin. So that Thursday night, because it's my niece's daughter, so they all were waiting for me. I had lecture and I had to go eat supper and whatever you. Anyway, so then they told me that well, that's what you want to do. I said, no, Tawkil. Tawkil is this, that she, her name is Zahra. So Zahra must appoint her father, Yunus, as the Wakil. You see that? 
So then that was done in front of all of us. And thereafter, I said, witnesses, so one witness will be the Chacha. That Yunus' elder brother, Hafiz Ismail, he's in Jeddah. He came special for the nikah. So, mashallah, so he also takes the place of a father. So, he will be one witness. And then, one will be from our family, like, so my nephew. So, my niece's brother. So, my nephew, Mona Ismail. So, so we got now the wakil. Yunus. We got the two witnesses, Mona Ismail and Hafiz Ismail. And what is the mahar? So they said, Mattafaka alayhi zawjan, that they gave jewelry or whatever. We won't mention the amount. We said, that's fine. And we will say that both parties have agreed on it. So much jewelry will be given and the amount will not be divulged and disclosed, but both parties are happy on it. So you see, all these issues must be said, must be already clarified before we actually Actually perform the nikah, you see. And another maslaya of interest for you, Mozaid, and the esteemed listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah al Jamaah. The nikah was performed Friday after Asr. But they came Tuesday, Wednesday, and they came and dropped off all the jewelry and whatever you they want to give to their daughter in law, to the bride to be, like you see. So what is the hukam? What is the verdict regarding that jewelry? that is given to the lady before the nikah takes place. So before the nikah takes place, then the verdict Islamic will be, it's an amanat by them. It is a trust entrusted to them. And once the nikah takes place, then she becomes the owner and the malika of it. You see that? So we must draw a distinction. Before nikah, she's not the real owner because nikah hasn't taken place. Mm. So she is. She has, she has been given that as a trust and trusted to her. But after the nikah, so we will say now she's the owner of it, an exclusive owner of it. So we need to understand these type of issues properly so then there are no discrepancies and arguments and so forth. Obviously, we make dua for them daily, all our children, grandchildren, our nephews, nieces, grandnephews, grandnieces, and whoever else getting married, we make dua that Allah keep their Jori Salamat, Allah keep their marriage, mashallah, Salamat, and Allah bless them with pious, pious children. This morning there was a question, and the question was, you must remember, can I give a ring to my wife to be? I said, yes, give a ring, gold ring, whatever you want to. Then he said, can I put diamonds? I said, Papa, whatever she's happy with, then you tell her, fine. But you don't speak to her. You must remember, you must let your mother, your sister speak to her and you tell her that what, what you want and so forth. Both parties reach a mutual agreement and then that. So who will determine the amount of mahar? She, the lady who's getting married. So these are all issues we should know and we should be clear about it. Not that we just make their shadi and we say that we're getting a nikah done, but these basic issues we don't know and we don't do. So we must remember this. MashaAllah, MashaAllah, my brother Ibrahim Anderson, we're ready for you. Uh, my brother Ibrahim Anderson, I'm sending you a message now. Let me just uh, record it, inshallah. Uh, Mona, you carry on speaking. So, uh, my brother Ibrahim Anderson, Ibrahim Anderson sent a message and he said, uh, please help us with the shahada of 27 brothers and sisters from Zerist, 12 brothers, 15 sisters. The affidavit is done. Ibrahim Anderson says, Mufti Sab, we are ready and we're waiting. MashaAllah, our roving ambassador, Ibrahim Anderson, sent a message. I think, Maulana, you read it now. He sent it to Mozahid Khan's number and my number. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Kindly help us with Shahada of 27 brothers and sisters from Zerus. Zerus is right that side there in the northwest. And remember, if you go towards Botswana and so forth, you know, Mafiking, Mafiking, as they call it, uh, Rustenburg, Mafiking, and then you come to Zerus and so forth. So, mashallah, 12 brothers and 15 sisters, affidavit done, done, and the names are also done, inshallah, we are ready and waiting. Allah reward you, my brother Ibrahim Anderson. I hope all of you, the listeners there and the people there, you can listen to what I am saying. So, remember that today, is the greatest day in your life. Remember that. Chapter number 8, Surah 8, Surah Anfal, verse 38. 
قُلِّلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا اِيَّنْتَهُ يُغْفَرْ لَهُمْ مَا قَدْ سَلَفْ You, Ya Rasulullah, Mustafa, Sallallahu tell the non-Muslims, when they abstain from kufr and shirk and blasphemy and from disbelief and idol worship and polytheism and they embrace Islam, Allah Azza wa Jalla, through his grace and mercy and benevolence, he forgives the sins of the past. Mustafa Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Innal Islam Ayahdimu Makana Kabla, that verily Islam expunges and erases the sins of the past, authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif. You, my brother Ibrahim Anderson, our roving ambassador, we make dua for you. Allah Ta'ala accept you for many many moons and many many years to come the hadith in Bukhari Sharif Habib this is the 70th of the Hijrah the month is Muharram this side are the Muslims on the opposite side are the Jutlas the Haramis the Jews and Mustafa وسلم, addresses Sayyidina Ali he subsequently becomes Fatih Khaybar that's his title the conqueror of Khaybar Ya Ali through your efforts if one person embraces Islam Islam is better for you than the red, red camels. So in this day, this age, Brother Ibrahim Anderson, your efforts, now you went from Durban, you day in Zeros, and you're making effort. And how many there are? 27. Total, mashallah, embrace Islam. So for you, this glad tidings is better than all the red, red Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and Porsche, and Cadillacs, and Rolls Royce, and Mercedes, and what have you in the world. So see the reward for all of you, mashallah, this hadith in Bukhari Sharif. All of you, 27 day, mashallah, now be ready. Officially, we're making you Muslim, and you have your Muslim name. So, mashallah, you must tell people this is your name. Twelve brothers and fifteen sisters. So, read with me now. Ashahadu. Ashahadu. Allah. Allah. Ilaha. Ilaha. Illallahu. Illallahu. Wa ashahadu. Wa ashahadu. Anna, Anna, Muhammadan, Muhammadan, Abduhu wa Rasuluh, Abduhu wa Rasuluh. MashaAllah, my sisters, my brothers, you are Muslims now, but now we repeat and you say the translation after me, and thereafter we will go for make dua for all of you, and then we'll go for a break, inshaAllah. So repeat the translation, brothers and sisters, after me. And what is the translation? I bear witness. I bear witness that truly, that truly none is worthy of worship. None is worthy of worship but Almighty Allah. But Almighty Allah. And I also bear witness. And I also bear witness that the Prophet Muhammad that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, peace be upon him, was, is, will always be, was, is, will always be the last and the final, the last and the final messenger and prophet, messenger and prophet of all Allah, of all Allah. MashaAllah, you the 12 brothers, 15 sisters, 27 in total, that you are Muslim, and now we're going to make dua. My brother Ibrahim Anderson, show them how they must raise their hands, and they in zeros, MashaAllah, you can go to the masjid there, or you can go, you understand, to the nearby areas, wherever, and go meet the ulama, the imams, or meet the brothers in a tablik jamaat and so forth, for the sisters, meet the ladies, and inshallah, whatever you require, they will always helping you, and we very gladly, they will assist you, inshallah, aziz. So we're going to make dua, and remember that our engineer, brother Suleiman Esop, that this way they became Muslim, you send the podcast and you send the script separately. So when we send it out, the people must know today, mashallah, that on the 19th of Jumad al-Akhirah, 2nd of January 2024, that 27 brothers, sisters embrace Islam, all with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla wala. 
Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Allahumma la uhsi thanaan alayk Anta kama athnayt ala nafsik Allahumma laka shukru kullu Walaka alhamdu kullu Walaka almulku kullu Biyadika alkhair Innaka ala kulli shayin qadir Allahumma laka alhamdu bil iman Walaka alhamdu bil islam Walaka alhamdu bil nabiyya akhir zaman Walaka alhamdu bil quran Walaka alhamdu bil siha wal afiya Walaka alhamdu bil ahli wal iyal ولك الحمد بما هديتنا ولك الحمد بما رزقتنا ولك الحمد بما كرمتنا ولك الحمد بما سترتنا اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا ذاب النار For all of us, those who embrace Islam, those who are born Muslims, all of us should read this verse, especially this verse, chapter 3, which I'm reading now, verse 8, abundantly. Rabbana la tuzikh kulubana ba'da it hadaytana wa hablana milladunka rahma inna kantal wahab. Ya Allah, do not let our hearts get deviated after you blessed us with hidayat, iman, and Islam, and grant us from your side the special mercy to envelop and encompass us inna kantal wahab. Indeed, you are the best of givers. And likewise, Surah Yusuf, chapter 12, verse one, verse number 101. Chapter 12, verse 101. Tawaffani muslima wa alhiqni bisaliheen. Ya Allah, let me pass away with iman and Islam and unite me with the devout and pious servants, Ya Allah. So beautiful to us. Allah mathabitna al-iman wa amitna al-iman Ya Allah, we are non-entities, Ya Allah. It's only your fadl, your karam, your mercy that you make us instrumental, that people embrace Islam. Allah majalla hadiyin, mahdiyin, muwafaqin, maqbulin fil alami kullihi, ya rabbal alameen. Allah mastakhdimna li khidmati dinik fi shu'uni kulliha fil alami kullihi, ya rabbal alameen. Ya Allah, on this Mubarak occasion, when 27 people embrace Islam, we beg of you through the wasila of Mustafa Rasulullah through the barakah of the noble Quran Allahumma jdud wat atakala juyushi israeliyin wa amerikiyin wa a'da'iddin you tighten your grip on the enemies the jutlas and the americans and the enemies of Islam you decimate annihilate and destroy them there in Gaza and in the West Bank and all of Palestine and wherever as they're causing problems for the Muslims they want to Allah they want to depopulate Gaza you depopulate them and send them flying out of occupied Palestine Ya Rabbal Alameen Allah mashfi mardana mardal muslimin warham mawtana mawtal muslimin qala Allah ta'ala fi shani habibi inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya yuwalladhina amanu swallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allah Masulli, Wasalli, Mubarak, Allah Sayyidina, Wahhabibina, Washafiina, Muhammadin, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Rabbana Takabal Minna, Inna Kanta Samuel Alim, Wa Arina Manasikana, Watubalina, Inna Kanta Tawabu Rahim, Rabbij Alni, Mukima Salati, Wamin Zuriati, Rabbana Takabal Dua, Rabbana Fili, Waliwali Deya, Walil Mukminina, Yoma Yakumul Hisab, Subhana Rabbi. رب العزة أما يصفون سلامنا مرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين آمين 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 يا رب العالمين جزاك الله خيرا to you our brother Ibrahim Anderson inshallah again you are there in Zeros so tomorrow also you bring more and more people who are interested in Islam and we will make them Muslim the same time inshallah Aziz جزاك الله خيرا بارك الله فيك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله inshallah we go for a break now and then after the break we will resume inshallah Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah Mufti Sahab the next question my mother treats my brother and I differently if I do something wrong she screams her head out but if he does some the same thing wrong she's quiet is this correct Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim 
You must take it like this, that your mother worries more about you compared to your brother, compared to her son. You know, boys and men, they can rough it out in life and so forth. But for women, it's but difficult that. See, it's not a hadith, it's a saying. You must remember like a proverb and saying in Arabic, Hammul banat ilal mamat. You see, beautiful saying. Hammul banat ilal mamat. When you are small, she worry about you. When you're growing up, now where will you get proposals? Then you get your married, will the marriage last or won't it last? When you get married, the marriage lasts, then will you get good children or not? And if you get married and no children, then big problem again. You get married and then Allah forbid you get divorced, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, that stigma will remain forever. In the case of a boy, it won't remain so much because he just get married to somebody else and somebody like that. And half the time, people don't even bother about it. So therefore, you must turn the whole thing the other way around. Don't think that your mother is being unfair or unjust. You must say your mother is more concerned about you. Your mother is showing more love towards you. And you must daily make dua for your beloved mother. Chapter 17, verse 24. Rabbir hamhuma kama rabbayani sahira. Before I translate this dua, see today what is happening. You see... Just look at what's happening. And it's the starting of the year now, right? So maybe next week, today is what, second, right? Then next week will be the ninth and then. So from the 15th, 16th, all that 18 schools will open or the week after that, 22nd or whatever. So now you must remember that you got your children. Just look at what we're doing. And we got our children, three years old, four years old. If I come to your house, I say, where's the children? He say, no, they're going to crash. They're going to this play school. They're going here. They're going there. For what you want to send them there? So you want to go loafing. You want to go shopping. You want to go here, mall and meet Paul. And what else you want to do? So you, the parents, it's your duty. Quran says it's your duty that you must nurture the child. You must train the child. Today we say life coaching. That sometimes non-Muslim, what is going to teach them? They don't even wash their front side and back side. You must remember that after urinating, defecating and so forth. But we want to send our children to such people in their formative years. I mean, who is to blame? Hmm. Quran Karim says Surah 66 verse 6 Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu ku anfusakum wa ahalikum nara Save yourself and your children from the fire Hadith in Bukhari Sharif Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an ra'iyah That every one of you is a shepherd and each one of you, you must remember, will be questioned about your flock, your children, your grandchildren. Next one, you must remember, come to the dua. Chapter 17, verse 24. Till today, when I make dua sometime for my parents and that, then the tears roll down. Because I would stay at home. I was the naughtiest guy in the children, you understand? Because they all were gone here and there, school and where and where. And I was the last born, you see. So they, no all going school and this and this and all this. We just play, you must remember. Father, mother will call, do this, do this. So that is what Islam wants. Now from three years old, four years old, we're packing them up, go to school. For what? There's a money-making gimmick, all these things here. So look at what Quran says. Rabbir hamhuma kama rabbayani. You see, rabbayani, tarbiyah. Kunu rabbaniyin. You must become connected to Allah. So the parents' duty is tarbiyah. Connect your child to Allah Ta'ala. Now you send them to that haram school. Where there's hardly one upside down things going on. So what? They're going to get connected to shaitan rather than connect to Allah. So therefore, they become rebels. Therefore, they go without orientation, direction in life. You must understand the glory, beauty, style, diction of the Quran. As they nurtured me whilst I was very young, I was in my formative years. So you, sister, don't say my mother is making pay, 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 two, two, me, me, all that. 
Say my mother loves me more and therefore she's so concerned about me. And in the darkness of the night, sometimes you wake up or before you sleep, read to the Salat and make dua for your mother daily and your father as well. And read Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud. You take their duas and then inshallah when you get married, you will see how the duas of your parents are so effective. I give you a story. I don't think I ever mentioned the story on air. My beloved mother, she spent seven and a half weeks. How much? Seven weeks and plus few days in Helen Joseph Hospital here. Do you understand? She passed away in 97. Not in ICU only. In ICU, then you go right inside a special room in the ICU. You understood? Hmm. That nurses would take so much care of her, you know, really I could see what what things they're doing. And there was a Chinese nurse and so forth, you know. So I made my own room there, just outside there, and my wife was there and all that. We spent hours there. Then when it's visiting hours, we just... So when they used to pass me, they say, Fundis, Fundis, when a Tandaza Twaningi, you're praying too much, too much you're praying. For them now, what is there? Hmm. If they see you praying for one hour, they will say, Maningi, their prayer is five minutes in and out, and after that is Nigalomali, you understand? You must pay money, everybody on the roll, on the take, you know it is. It's no more Yukminuna will rape business, it's Yukminuna will jape business. You know how hmm. the churches and that, like our people, some of them operate also. So anyway, so all that happened. So then they put a trekkie. Molana, you know the trekkie? A trekkie is here by the throat and all that. They open up and they put like something there, like a machine. Now you can't speak. You understand? Hmm. So when I used to go to her, we used to speak with Ishara, like, you know. No voice comes out, like. So when I used to look at her, sometimes you could see the tears rolling, but she's making dua. One way she's making dua. Hmm. She's making dua. So these type of things you will never get again. So that's why people ask now how all these things happen in your life. So everything happens with the will of Allah. That is 100% the decree of Allah and the mercy of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi But for us, what we will say, our parents du'as, our teachers du'as, our mashayikh du'a. I was a small boy, five-year-old, and go to Hazrat Mahana Zubair Ali with my parents. I don't even understand one word what he's saying, but he would take me in his arms. I told you that before. So you see, when your mother or father tell you something, as long as it's not something haram, then you must tolerate it. You must accept it. And because they're going to make special, special dua for you. But the problem today is what? The parents themselves don't want to take the responsibility. They take their children, three years old, four years old, and go dump him there in that crash. And what, I don't know, what nonsense school, what name they got nowadays for this grade zero and this play school and it, what you know more of all these things, Molana? What grade, do you call it? Grade RR. Grade RR and then grade R, I suppose, after sure. that. And then it will be grade zero and then grade one and like that it is. Hmm. All money-making gimmicks, remember. Me, you know, I like to speak it straight. I'm against all these government schools. I'm against all these Muslim Islamic schools and all that. Islam's name is just used for commercial purposes. Hmm. So what is the best? I don't have children, so it's easy for me to make the statement. In this day and this age, and wherever you are, I've been America, I saw their school system, I've been Europe, I saw theirs, India, Pakistan, we stayed there in Pakistan. So remember, the best system in this day and this age is what? You must remember your homeschooling, remember that. You, the parents, you must tell your children these subjects are important in your life. This other half a waste of time. How many subjects I studied in school? How many subjects I studied in varsity? It never helped me one thing in my life. <laughs> if you in school, our teacher was a colored teacher, Hammond, Mr. Hammond. He's teaching us music. So I was told from those days. So he called me, Hussein. I said, Yamanir. He speaks Afrikaans. Komiso. And slandi dung, you know, understood? <laughs> so you must take that drum and give it a shot. You see, yeah, no slandi mui, you know, understand? So you must remember that. What that didn't help me in my life, you know, understood? Haram things like that and all. 
So that is what I mean. Half the subjects waste of time. Adrian van der Stellen, and uh, William van der Stellen, uh, Simon van der Stellen, we History, you must remember South African history of the Bura. So what they did half the time, all lies and so forth. So always choose the subjects that will help your children. We don't say you must divorce yourself from the Ulumul Asriya. You must use the subjects that you need in life, but study it in a healthy environment. Maryam, Maryam al-Batul, Maryam al-Adra, she was a virgin. She led a pure chaste life. Maryam al-Batul, al-Munqatiya and rijal she left a toxic society and went to a pure society. How Allah elevated her and so forth. So these are all lessons, not just to read and read and then we forget. We must derive these lessons and then apply it in our life and so forth. So the only way, and even when you are finished now, this matrix certificate. Yesterday I was speaking to my family members. I say, so what's your story? Last night or this morning? So I think it was this morning. So I spoke, I say, what's your story with your son? He said, no, they're waiting for results. I say, when? He say, now 15, 17 or something. I don't know when they'll get their results. I say, okay, he'll pass. Then what? He say, yeah, then we'll see this. And all. So you must remember that what happens. Me, I'm dead against all this university and that. Rather, you stay at home and you study via correspondence, especially for our daughters and so forth. Because you go to the varsity yourself and see the toxic environment in front of full view of, I go to words, I go to UJ and what and what to lecture, Jumma time sometimes. And then I stay there for one, two hours and I tell the brothers that I'm your elder brother, leave all the titles, pour your heart out, we can see what we can solve your problems. Then they will speak to you and see what, what hair-raising things they'll tell you. You'll see the male and the male, Adam and Steve, they're kissing one another. You will see Madam and Eve embracing one another. They're busy because everything is legal. You must remember in our beloved South Africa. Now you go as a Muslim. What do you think? Will you be impacted or not? 100%. Whether you like it or not, you must remember this. So why must we go? Like I told you the story of that Molana 50 years ago. He came to the Molwisap. You know, in those days, they say Molwisap. They say Molwisap, Poirine Jawana Chair. There, Dublin Jawanu, London Jawanu, Dr. Iparwanu, and mm-hmm. that. She wants to study, become doctor, and that. To Molana. Make dua, my daughter is going. So the Molana was very sharp. He said, Baji, dead father, that you telling me you're sending your daughter out in the rain and I must make dua, she must not get wet. Hmm. You see? That's exactly what we are. We doing all these things here. And then we wonder why this happened, why this happened. When calamities befall you, remember it's because of your own deeds and your own actions. So cry to Allah for our children and inshallah your children are priceless. Your children are your biggest investment. But the proviso is you must give them the right, correct education and give them direction in life. We don't accept this herd mentality, vaccine mentality. Because people are doing it, we must do it. Mm. You understood? That is totally unacceptable. Quran says it's unacceptable. We're into three aksara manfil earth, you did look on Sabirillah. If you follow majority of the people, they lead you astray from the path of Allah. Always remember that. Mufti mm. have a question here. When a Muslim lady puts a tattoo on her body, can ghusl be made on her? Can she can she make ghusl on a mayat? So you must remember that here yeah, three-part question. If a lady has put tattoos and so forth and so on and she was a non-Muslim and then she embraced Islam, male or female, so remember then because they embrace Islam, Allah will forgive them. Quran says so, chapter 8, verse 38, قُلْ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِيَّنْتَهُ يُخْفَلْ لَهُمَا a person is born a Muslim, a person embraces Islam, subsequently to that he or she goes and puts the tattoos, tattoos totally haram, dalil, evidence go open, Muslim Sharif, la'anallahul washima wal mustawshima. Anything you want to discuss, first you must go Quran, then Sunnah. So let's go to Quran. 
Quran Sharif, Allah Jalla created us pure. No funny, funny marks and all that on our body. So Surah 4, Chapter 4, Surah Nisa, verse 119, when Iblis, Lucifer, Satan, Shaitan was expelled from Jannah. For Shaitan, you say expelled. For Father Nabi Adam, salam, Mother Sayyidah Hawa, you say they were transferred from Jannah. Always understand how words work. You must show respect and reverence. So you can't say Nabi Adam was expelled. This totally, we don't accept the translation. You must say transferred. Shaitan Iblis La'in Mal'un, you say expelled. Like that. So you must remember, so he took various oaths. And he said, And all that. In the ending, he said, Chapter 4, verse 119. I will surely command them they must change the creation of Allah hmm. so today you see Eve wants to become Steve Steve wants to become Eve hmm. or you start tattooing now. put one tattoo here on your arm put one on your posterior put one on your thigh and where and where Allah alone knows where they put so Sahih, authentic hadith in Muslim Sharif. The person who does the tattooing, he or she is also cursed. And the person upon whom it is done, they also cursed. You must remember that. Now the question, Salat time comes. They make hudu. They read Salat. All that is valid? Yes, it's valid. But they will be sinful for having their tattoos on their body as well. You must remember that. So to remove the tattoo is very, very uh, difficult and very, very expensive also. So we will tell them they try and remove it if you can. And if they say they don't have the money or they can't bear and tolerate the pain and so forth, then we will tell them daily make istighfar and make toba show remorse. Quran Karim states, chapter 39, verse 53, O oh my servants who went beyond the boundaries and limits, La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Never become disillusioned. Do not despair in the mercy of Allah. People will castigate us, criticize us, condemn us, but Allah is giving us motivation. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu arda used to say that hadil aya arja indi fi kitabillah. This ayat, this verse, chapter 39, verse 53, motivated, inspired me the most. Inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a Verily Almighty Allah will forgive all the sins but we have to be sincere in our begging Allah for forgiveness and asking Allah Ta'ala not now you go make more tattoos and so forth all that is haram obviously even this what you have is haram then the last issue somebody passes away now we call him that male or we call that female whose body got tattoos to make the ghasil, to give the ghusl, to bait the disease is undesirable. We shouldn't do that. There are so many other people. They were not living in the jungle or somewhere. So we shouldn't allow such people. If they do it, the ghusl will be valid. But is it right? Is it virtuous, meritorious? No, it's not. So therefore, we will say it's something undesirable. Muftisab, there's a question. I married with two children. My parents and sister are not getting along with me. We are not talking for weeks and months. It's affecting my health in marriage. Please advise me. What can I do? What are my duties to my parents to mend this bond? We must remember this is a case of May May Tutu. If I speak to your parents, they will tell me you did A, B, C. If I speak to you or your children, you will tell me X, Y, Z. So my advice to parents, children, grandchildren is the same. Surah 47, chapter 47, Surah Muhammad, named after the master, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Mustafa sallallahu alayhi nami nami, ismigrami, honorable name, is mentioned four times in the Quran, Muhammad. And chapter 47 is dedicated to the master, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad, the one who is praised the most by all Mighty Allah Jalla in the entire universe. And chapter 61, verse number 6, وَمُبَشِّرًا بِرَسُولِ يَأْتِي مِنْ بَعْدِ اسْمُهُ أَحْمَدِ 
I, Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I praise Allah the most in the entire universe and creation. Mention once, that is Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So go read that, chapter 47, verses 22, 23. In tawallaytum, when you have authority, and tufsidu fil ard, then you cause fitna, mayhem, chaos on this earth. You sever the family ties. Father, mother not speaking to son or daughter. Son, daughter not speaking or grandchildren to parents, grandparents and so forth. What are the consequences, repercussions? Those are the people Allah curses them. Do you know what's the meaning of la'ana? Allah Ta'ala expels them from His special, special mercy. Allah's mercy is there. They're loving, eating, drinking, sleeping, but the special mercy, they're deprived of it. So, Allah makes them spiritually deaf and spiritually blind. So now, do you want this? Authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif. Remember that. La yahillu li muslimin ay yahjura akhahu fawqa thalath. Faman hajara fawqa thalath maata dakhala nar. It's not permissible for any Muslim person to sever ties with another Muslim. For more than three days you die like that, then you go straight to Jahannam. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's right, who's wrong. But you daughter, you granddaughter, you ask me for advice. So my advice to you, one is iftah the fatwa we give. One is irshad, the advice, the nasiha. You as a daughter, you as a son, you as a son-in-law, you as your grandchildren, you go to your parents, you cry day by them, and you say, I'm to blame. You say, I'm guilty as charged. You say there's no mitigating circumstances. Beg them, tell them the month of Rajab is starting. Next week, Friday, Saturday is Rajab, two months left for Ramadan. So what what good is all my ibadah that when I'm not speaking to you, I beg you, forgive me. Parents, I have a pure heart, remember. So they will cry with you and forgive you. So don't say I'm right and they wrong. You take all the blame and you go and ask them for forgiveness and give out some charity, read Salatul Hajjat and then go to them. Allah will let the mercy come and Allah will unite you. The hearts and the bodies will get united inshallah. Jazakum Allah khairan to Mufti Sahib and to all our listeners of Marika Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marika Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah.